This is Dr. Will Wong, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7, with your host, Eric Fiorello. Bravo! The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 today. As I said, we had Paul Firepower Gray on this morning. Can you believe it is the 29th of April, 2019? Thursday is May 1st, folks. Mighty sunny here in Albany. Uh, All it's done here is rained. Um, I want to get my uh, garden tilled. Can't touch it. And, um, you know, last year it was awful. Uh, I lost the whole garden like a lot of people. It just rained and rained and rained. And if you know anything about plants and seeds, seeds will come to the top and the root base will rot out. So, see, no matter what, you learn. And that's the thing. Keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Um, Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And one thing I was saying all through the show of Paul, I say this to myself every morning during the day and at night before I go to bed, I am great. And before you say, because people have said this to me, that's your ego talk. And I said, no, it's not. It's the way you should talk to yourself. If you think of yourself less then that, there's something seriously wrong with you. And if people have been telling you those things your whole life, and like everything is repetition, as the great Frank Klein says, then you're in trouble. And the only way we're going to solve your problems is you come here. You listen to these shows. Momentarily, I'll bring our pal Carmen Caputo in. You go talk to Carmen. Facebook him. Facebook me, anybody on this show, because I just talked to Carmen. Uh, Carmen gets some time. I would like him to start writing for us whenever he finds it convenient. And I'll tell you why, folks. Like John McKean, Steve Gardner, many others that have been around for a long time, that have seen much more than me, were around in the old York barbell days, which still fascinates the hell out of me. This is what I want here. I mean, I want anybody that is straight up and wants to write and help people. But you can never, ever replace experience. And I'm not saying Carmen's old or John or anybody, but you see with so many older people how they're unappreciated. Look look at how many are just sitting in old folks' homes. Nobody wanted them. I'm telling you right now, You better start thinking highly of yourself because nobody else is going to. People might give you compliments and all that, but when it comes down to it, it's you. You. And if you ever take anything from Eminem, 
Remember that. It's very, very vital. Also, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That is our premier product. We should be selling 100 of them a month. I'm telling you right now, there's enough material on those modules to last you a lifetime. And I can add whatever I want to them. But until they start moving much quicker, I'm not putting any more on there. And with the things I've been doing here, not only with the rack, with the stones, and I was telling Carmen some stuff with where I feel is the weak link in a lot of odd objects, well, we'll see if that all pans out too. Um, it's going to be very interesting. So there's an awful lot of things going on here. You might not see it on video, but I'm telling you right now it's going on. And I don't have time to video. I don't. I, I can't train in video. I'm not a multitasker, and I think that's all a bunch of BS too. You want to get good at something, you devote your time to that thing. Okay? Contrary to what all the experts tell you, this expert will tell you through success, which I have had and is having, concentrate on what you're doing. And don't concentrate on things you're just good at. Concentrate on some of the weak links you got. And I'm working on something I feel is a weak link that's going to change the world of odd object lifting forever. Deadlifts, you name it. Anything that's coming off the ground, and we'll see because it's still in the test phase, we will see probably within the next three months. Let's see how it all pans out with carrying and everything. So I'll give you more on that. Also, too, um, another big thing here is obviously – Investing in FBC and M&M, not getting a lot of investment lately. Um, you just go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, and you'll see where you can click on it, and basically it goes out to PayPal. There's a $25, 50 and $100 investment. Now, you break that down over a year, you're spending more on that than usually with coffee. I mean, I know what people tell me. I mean, I've gotten recent things from people. I hope your show never goes away. You wouldn't believe how it's gotten me through some awfully tough times. That's the idea of everything here. But Carmen and I were talking. I mean, I have to make a living, too. And this is going to be my main vein and FBC and whatever else we attach to because I have a library full of things. You wouldn't believe the stuff that's sitting out there. So get into it. Send some money this way. I'm telling you right now, you never lose on this show. You know, and uh, I'm not bashful about it. And it's not arrogance, ego, or anything. But you know something? When you give, the law of giving is to give back. You know? That's not a lecture either. Go out and look at that stuff, and I'm telling you, you'll find it. Go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Look at all the shows Carmen and I have done. You know, you talk about liquid gold. Like I said, go out and re-listen to every one of those shows again and again and again. Every time you'll pick up something new. Not many things deliver like that, folks. Really. Also, too, sign up for a free newsletter. Just go out uh, to fear or to motivationmuscle.com. It goes right to my MailChimp account and any content I put out, and I put out a lot, will go to you. Obviously, investment, again, by advertising in MotivationMuscle.com. It's right out on the homepage. Click it. It's very reasonable. And if you know anything about me, I give you much more than what you pay for. So get involved. 
Spend some money here. I guarantee you, you will get business. Nobody has not got business that's ever come in here. We do that. And I'm looking at some local people right now, um, all kinds of stuff, because we wanted to keep branching this show out where it's everywhere. We're looking right now to see if we can get into the Asian market even with this show. I'm working on that right now. I've had people say to me, God, I haven't heard you for a few weeks, and that is true. Um, that's what I'm working on. I'm on working outside of here. And I got to be honest with you. Um, I've been taking a different look at Eminem and, um, that's why I said people were sending me notes. They sounded a little nervous that you're not ending this show. Are you? I said, no, I've had a few offers though, locally, uh, talking about doing a political show possibly. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on here. I would never turn my back on Eminem, but we have to make Eminem very lucrative here to survive. Um, And with the material and the people that are on here, um, it should, in my opinion, be even doing much better than it is right now. So we're looking at other alternatives to get it out into other markets and to look, obviously, at spreading it through different demographics. Um, So I'm teaching myself... My degree is in marketing anyways, but I am teaching myself all kinds of things, and I look at it this way. Why pay somebody? You go out and get the facts. You can go out and Google anything. So it takes a lot of time. But you know what? As Steve Jack would say, shoulder some responsibility, Eric, and you can do it. I'm telling you right now, Carmen, myself, a lot of people, there's going to be one day, and it isn't that far off in the future, where we could literally be standing on stage together in front of 50,000 people, 100,000 people, 10 people. I don't give a damn. But we've arrived when we're out there like that. And this will be a national show. You've heard it before. You'll keep hearing it because the more you speak these these words to yourself, it's going out into the universe. Like attracts like. And we'll keep going now. Um, Also, too, our YouTube channel, um, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And I've delayed Carmen long enough. We're going to give you a little information on this gentleman. Number one, he is a USA Marine veteran, a retired school teacher, a champion weightlifter. And he's been doing this. Think about this. This is why I think he is so essential to not only us here, but to you out there. 59 years, folks. Try to do something for one year and see if you can hack it. 59 years. That's a milestone. They ought to put a goddamn statue up to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Carmen, always an honor, sir. Welcome back. Uh, I am sorry for the delay. It's been way too long, but you know what's going on here. So uh, welcome Thank back. You. That was quite a lead-in, man, a statue, huh? Just so the pigeons can crap all over, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many of them would. If, if, you got yeah. one of those, if you got one of those snarly-looking grins on, they might just stay That's the right. hell away from you, you know? Right, but it's hard to believe. Every time I think about that, you know, March of 1960 is when my first set of weights arrived from York, Pennsylvania, the York Big 12 Special. I came home from school, and it was sitting on the porch. Oh, and I'm thinking, holy cats. And it was one of those things, Eric, you know, we've all had that moment. What do they call that? An epiphany? Yeah. You, you grab, you'd start something and you realize 
this is it. This yep. is what I've been looking for. Yep. I, I yep. unload, I unwrapped all that stuff, got it set up in the cellar of the house there. And I grabbed that bar and I thought, this is going to be it for me. This is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. And it's 59 years later, I'm still doing it. And yeah. I still have all York equipment too. I've uh, and saved and I've gotten on eBay and I made sure it's, it's a full, complete York barbell gym, black iron, all of it. It's beautiful. I'm, I'm tickled. You've seen some pictures yeah. of it. Yep. Yeah. You're welcome to put anything up on Etched in Stone, too, anytime. I know you have before, anytime, because that's the whole thing. I was telling Carmen, in the last couple of days, we've had 15 people come in already. I mean, that that page is exploding because people are finding, you know, they're getting tips on stone lifting, weight lifting, everything. It is really, really grown. I couldn't be happier. I mean, it's like we're becoming this monster family all over the world now. Right. And to think that this started just with the thought of FBC, gravitated into the podcast, and you know here we are on Facebook and everywhere else, but this is where everything is, um, and there's people coming in all over the place. You know, etched in stone for kids. Um, there's always somebody putting something up. I put up recently that picture of my niece, Maggie, we call her. Her name's Madeline. Now, at the time, she was... 10 I think or 9 that kid's doing a bolt upright handstand and I mean I've seen her hold it forever uh, I gotta find the picture of her in a wrestling wrestler's bridge how she just falls into it this is what I'm talking about you know I approached Carmen this morning I said in the beginning that I would really love for him to write his experiences down I mean he knows what the topic is but he just talked about the York barbell set he got that right there is an article. My point is here. These kids, even these other adults that are lost, and believe me, they are. They're walking in circles. Physical culture, in my opinion, would be the first thing I would bring any kid or adult into. Whether they want to do it or not, I'll tell you why. People like Carmen, Paul Firepower Gray that was on here this morning, myself, and so many others... I could make it so damn interesting that they would not even hesitate on going after something. Why? Leaders lead. Attitude is attitude. But most of all, know how to speak to people. Okay? You don't treat them like a bag of shit, especially a kid, and think they're going to respond to you. People don't get it. I know so many trainers. I hear them talking to people. Now, look, tough love is tough love. I've been, I've been, things have been said to me that most people would have probably glued their ears shut. I got, I got strong shoulders and probably the majority of the time I needed it, but you learn the little ins and outs, outs of things and the nuances with people. And let me tell you, you can really motivate without trying to punch them in the face every time. Okay. This is the point. When you got to lay down the tough love, I got no problem with it. I'm I'm a master at that. But when I see Danny and and Maggie alone, they're the youngest of of the five, the six. Um, they have this willingness to work. See, they haven't been told that they can't do it. They haven't been all tainted out, in my opinion. So when you go up to them, if they feel like doing something, or you know, you just kind of suggest it and show them. I've never had them not do it, 
Okay, that's how you get people interested in physical culture. If it's all about me, 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 goodbye. You're not going to get anybody. But when you bring it down to these levels where people can understand it, and if you're a teacher, as Carmen knows, being a teacher, you can capture them. And when you capture them, who knows? Maybe you got them for life. Maybe you get them for a year. Maybe you get them for a decade. We don't know. But my point is, you have an opportunity to do magnificent things. And this is a segue in to... I love this because the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And that is what I just said. I just described to you what a squeaky wheel is. Knowing how to speak to people, how to lead people, how to show by example, right? How to get upset, you might get upset. But all these qualities of an individual, and I'm talking a real stand-up individual are things that don't get no, unnoticed. Um, I'll tell you this right now. When I go over my sister's, like last weekend was um, Easter. Maggie, the first thing she does is grab me. Can we go play wiffle ball in the backyard? I said, absolutely. This girl is such an athlete. She was crashing that wiffle ball. Now, I wasn't throwing it as hard as I could, but I wasn't just lobbing it in the air. And Danny came out and played too. Well, Danny turned nine the other day. And they got him a brand new Trek bike, a uh, real nice bike. I mean, uh, my brother-in-law, Dan, took him to a place they call uh, Steiner's. It's where I got my bike, too. That's all they do, you know, camping equipment. But these guys are like pros. And Dan said, you know, I didn't want to give him somebody else's bike. I mean, obviously, he's got all sisters. But, you know, a lot of times people be like, oh, you know, maybe Danny would like that. Dan said, no, he needs to have his own new bike. And this is a bike where he got fitted, that's what they do, and it'll probably, he won't outgrow it for probably at least three years. So he asked me, you know, Dan was like, can you just keep an eye on Danny? I said, sure, because it's a busy street. So I started walking up to him. I said, hey, do you want to go over to Hibernian Hall? Now, that's a big Irish place. Um, They have all kinds of bands on a Friday. It's a great place to go. And he said, I, I went over there one other time because they all call me Uncle H. And he's like, can we go over there, H? And I'm like, yeah. So it was a couple blocks away, and he stayed on his bike till we got near the street. And he jumped off it, and I said, okay, let's look both ways. And across we went. I bet we were over there for a half an hour telling Paul during the show. There I am standing in this gigantic parking lot. There's not a car coming in because they'd have to come in from the main road. He's having the time of his life. We probably get maybe down into 20, 25 minutes, and he's like, um, H, I'm going to do three more laps, and then we can go home. I said, I'm in no rush, whatever you want to do. And it's hilarious. He is ripping, man, huge, huge circles. He goes by me. You know, I'm in the middle, though. And he's like, lap one. I'm like, I started laughing. It was funny as hell. So he did all three laps, and he came over. I said, what do you think? He says, we can leave. I said, okay. Um, But I said, nice work. And I left it at that. I didn't have to say, ah, that was the greatest thing ever. He got it, man. And we walked over, and we that's what my sister is saying. That's all he talked about that night. Now, see, you just made an impression on somebody. Danny will remember that. 
probably forever. I'll remember forever. I had a great time. I had more. I had more fun with them, them than I do the adults when we're having a big thing over there. I don't. I I like them, but I could care less. If the kids want to play baseball afternoon, I'm the guy that they want to play it with. To me, that's an honor because there's, it's coming to a time now. The older girls are going to be going to college within two years. They're already looking at college. They're up at Yale and UVM. They've got the grades, and they've got my niece Natalie, who's the oldest, just won a big race uh, on Saturday. Um, she's a long-distance runner. I have a feeling she's going to get a scholarship besides her grades. I think she's got like a 98 average or 98.6 or some ridiculous number. Um, they got brains, man. So it's good. And when I talk about, and I want to give this right to you, Carmen, um, squeaky wheel gets the grease. The, the people that are listening, the people that are surrounding themselves with the right people, the people that realize, Hey, this one, that one might not be good for me. You know, the ones that get up a half an hour earlier, the ones like Carmen, myself, that go out on days that you shouldn't even come out of the house. All right. Those are the ones that excel. Those are the ones that lead. Those are the ones that have 59 years and are still here. I hope I get 59. I hope I get 100. That's my point. That's why squeaky wheel gets the grease. It's all yours, Carmen. Well, that's a good lead in. You know, and one of the things you were mentioning, I taught sixth grade for 30 years. And kids have a built-in BS detector. They know if you're genuine with them or not. Yep. You can pose and act like all you want, but they know if you're being genuine with them or not. And if you're not, they'll blow you off in a heartbeat. Yep. And you did it. You did the right thing there. That was good work. That's all they need to hear. If you get too expansive, then they think, well, he's shining me on. But you just say, good job, good work. Yep. You know, I'm proud of you. That's all you need. And they're they're good for the next session, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you're right. You have to be consistent. You can't grease the wheel today. And then three weeks come in and grease it again. You've got to keep it lubed. You've got to keep it working good, friction free, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what I've done. I've been very fortunate. I'll be 74 in September. And for, I can't believe I'm going to be hit that mark. But, you know, I really thought when I was younger, I wasn't going to make it to 50, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But I'm here. I am going to be 74 and 59 years of weightlifting behind me. And it just I'm, I'm fortunate. But I had a mission. I had a goal in, in my mind. I was tired of being weak. I was tired of being puny and complaining about it doesn't get it done you got to do it yourself. you got to apply the grease yourself. And that, for me, was the getting the weights, getting on a program, and just staying with it, staying with it, staying with it. It's like overnight success takes 40 years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but it, it's a cumulative thing. You know, this training, it, it builds up. And you one day you realize, hey, I'm getting stronger. You know, or one day you realize, i got, I got to get some new shirts here. These yep. the neck shirts is too tight, you know. And it's all part of the deal in that complaining about it doesn't get anything done. you got to just grab it by the throat, step up and say, okay, what am I going to do to change my lifestyle? I'm tired of being fat. I'm tired of being out of shape. What can I do here? 
And I think a mistake a lot of people make is when they start something, they start too fast. That's where a good trainer comes in, yep. a, good, a good guide. Okay, it took you all these years to get out of shape. You're not going to get in shape in two weeks. We're going to have to do this one step at a time, baby steps. Let's do this now, you know. Yeah. And uh, be aware that you're going to – you'll feel changes before you'll see changes. You know I've what's going right? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I got a really close friend who's been coming by now for since uh, January, and he's he admitted he said he's out of shape, but he has made progress like you wouldn't believe. He comes four days a week during the week, and he's here every Saturday to deadlift with me. Mm-hmm. And he is he has got a goal in mind, and he's work. He comes in with his list of what he's going to lift that day. The only guy I've got that trains with me that comes in and tells me this is what I'm doing. Awesome. The, other, the others tell me, what do you want me to do? And I say, I want you to work. You know? <laughs> he comes in, he comes in and he's got this list on Saturday. He said, these are my attempts. This is what I'm doing. And I said, let's go for it then, my man. And so yep. we get after it, you know, and I just love that attitude. He got, he was, he's doing this to help himself feel better and be better and to get through some personal crises in his life. And I'm just tickled to death that I can be available to help him. I mean, my thought philosophy as I've gotten older is if you can't help somebody, if you can't share your, your blessings, then you're worthless. Yeah. I have been truly blessed. I've got a 42 year old marriage beautiful woman she still loves me she hadn't shot me yet <laughs> she certainly has had the the impetus or the you know that she could have and she'd have been justified you know yep she stayed with me anything i've been able to accomplish is through her support and her encouragement yep. i don't know anybody else outside of you maybe that would be able to have a 20 by 20 steel building in their backyard with <laughs> seven thousand pounds of iron in it yep and, and people come and go on, on a regular basis, you know, and they come in the house and get water and she says, hi, how you doing? And they say, okay, mama, how are you? <laughs> I don't know anybody else that would do that, Eric, you know, I'm so fortunate. I am yeah. so fortunate. Yep. And she, and she, she signed on for the full ride and she's taking it for everything she can. But, you know, I, I, and when I do complain, she's about being sore. She says, well, you kind of did it to yourself, old guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Nobody forced you to. And I said, yeah, somebody forced me. I forced me. Big I man. cannot, I cannot do less than my best, even though my arthritis in my knees and my elbows and stuff, I still go out and do it because I don't want to be that guy that quit. Yeah. It's, you know, this stuff's a double edged sword. I mean, you think about the stuff we do and we do it over and over again. I mean, Last night, um, just walking up the stairs, my legs were killing me, literally. And I'm saying to myself, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And yet I keep going back for more. And like all the stuff we're working with now, I've done some of it bits and pieces through the years. But I'm training... Um, what's the word I want to use? I could say more direct, but I would say, um, 
probably more dangerous in a lot of ways than I've ever have. Um, the degree of movement, whether they're short with holds, whatever, that is so hard on your structure. Now, forget about, you know, all right, well, how long have you trained? Well, I've trained 30 years, 31 years, I think it is now. I started when I was 10. Um, most people at, right now would be like, you're out of your mind, which I hear. Why would you do that? This, that, and everything. Well, this is how I, I guess I think a lot. There's many goals I have. Carmen and I were talking about a few of them right now. I'm not mentioning anything anymore, mainly because, well, how come you haven't gone here, done this, or done that? So we're not going to even dabble in that. But in my own mind and in my own heart, if you knew the things I'm going to do and the things I am doing now, which are leading up to it, most people would probably feel like they were literally pancaked by an earth mover. But it might, maybe it's the Italian, because Carmen can testify to it too. It's this. I can't let go of this. Um, I've never had anything. This stuff is, you know, picture it, and probably a lot of you feel the same way. This feels like a magnet. Because I talk about magnet, personality, what's in the universe. This is a magnet that won't let go. And I won't let go of it. Okay? I can't imagine life without lifting. I don't want to be around if there's no lifting. And I'm constantly seeking and thinking and doing and wanting and hurting and sometimes tearing down my cheeks because I've had the most miserable workout I've ever had in my existence and saying to myself, what, why am I here now? Why am I doing this 30 years later? What's in it? I'll tell you what's in it. Me. That's right. Lifting all that stuff out behind me right now is me. I've said this before and I don't think people get it. Bar stone, plate, sandbag, power rack, they don't have to be attached to me to be with me. You don't have to see them on the exterior when I walk. Let me tell you something, folks. There's something always glued to my body that I've been in. I know that might sound a little bit off to you, but as I said, just because you close that door does not mean it's still not with you. And anybody that thinks they're going to leave it there, you don't belong lifting. Because it's not part of you. If it's not going to be part of you, whether you want to call it DNA, whether it's just glued, whether it's through your bloodstream. I was saying, Paul, today, I hadn't done a show in almost two weeks. I said it was like green gamma was running through my veins this morning at 9 o'clock this morning. Because I couldn't wait to get back. Same way with Carmen. Can't wait to get back. Can't wait to get back. Can't wait to get back. Tonight I got to train. Doing some more of the new preliminary stuff that I hope to really put out. This linchpin that I feel, well, I'm just going to go with me with it. But I've watched enough film where I think I found the linchpin to a lot of odd object lifting. If I'm right, this is going to be big. Real big. And if I'm not right, 
which I don't think I won't be, it's still going to be big. Because what I'm doing, these parts are going to get absolutely caveman, Hulk, gigantic, like never before. Now, this is why I live for this stuff. Besides, I love it. That's never a question. It's the idea of can we go out and get better? Can I take more of the elements? And another thing I've been talking about, too, you know, we were talking about Rocky Three. When he, Clubber Lang challenged him when they had his monument up, Carmen, and it was like, um, as Mick told him. Yeah. Two years ago, you had a cast iron jaw. You couldn't be beat. And he said, well, he's just like all the other fighters. He said, no, he's a wrecking machine. He'll kill you within three, Rock. And that's when Rocky thought they were all setups that Mick did, and they weren't. Like Mick said, they were all good fighters, but this guy's a killer. And this is what he said to him, I'll never forget. And I've heard many people out there talking about it. And this is it, guys. Guys, especially. He said to Rocky, what happened was he got civilized. Yeah. Okay? He got soft. Yep. Got soft. Yep. And here's something I never want to do is get civilized. Now, you stay before, hungry, brother. You exactly. Have, exactly. You Stay hungry. If you're that was a clubber was hungry. Rocky was right. He was his tummy was full. Clubber yep. was hungry, and that was his motivator. Yep. Everybody's yep. got to have their motivator. Yep. You know, in mine has always been. I, I don't. I never had any delusions about being a physique contest winner. I like to eat pizza and cheeseburgers. <laughs> you know, yep. You know, yep. But I my goal has always to been has always been to be as strong as possible at whatever point in my life that I could be. I'm not as strong as I was at 74. I'm not as strong as I was when I was in my 40s, obviously. But I feel like I can still hold my own against anybody else in my age bracket. Yeah, yeah. Because if you take on the mantle of a husband or a father or a coach or a leader, you better be able to step up and prove your worth in – one thing the Marine Corps taught me is don't have people do stuff that you're not willing to do yourself. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you tell them, I want you to do five sets of 10 with this and you're not willing to do that, they're going to blow you off. As soon as they leave the room, they're going to, that guy's full of crap. He doesn't know what he's talking about, but I work out with my people. When we train together, we train together. I set the standard and I say, if you can keep up more power to you, but what, what kind of bragging rights does that have? You know, I whipped a 73-year-old guy's butt today. Yep. In fact, I told a guy that Saturday. He's an Oklahoma City firefighter. He's new to our group. He's a big guy, 6'3", probably 240 pounds. He's a load, you know. I yep. mean, I'd take him with me. If I had to go to war, he'd be one of my guys, you know. Yep. yep. And we're doing this stuff, and we're getting up there. And we've got the state championships in three weeks, so I'm getting myself – tried to get myself prepped for this. And we're doing deadlifts. And I said, Andrew – we're getting ready to run the cycle here. I'm going to take my the three attempts, 365, 415, and 425, 430, something like that. I said, you ready to keep up? And he said, yeah. And I, now you realize if you don't, you're going to have to go back to the firehouse and tell him a 73-year-old guy kicked your ass. Yep. And I told him that last week when I was here. <laughs> That's good, though. A little he motivator. Said, he said, I'm just happy to hang with you, buddy. Yep. But, you know, yep. he stayed with me all the way to the end. But he didn't realize he was pushing me, too. Because yeah. I'll be son of a gun if I'm going to fold in front of these kids, you know. That's right. There's That's no right. way. Right. 
That's right. No That's way. Right. You've got to step up and show that you can, you're capable. My wife looks at me, she says, you're crazy. And I said, no, that's what, that's what I do, kid. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they ask me to be the leader. Leaders lead. They don't sit on their butt and say, you guys do this, you do that. They say, I'm doing this. See if you can do it too. Because I, everybody wins that way. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. You have to look. I, you know, I think people get the wrong idea when, you know, you'll, you'll say, well, um, you got soft. You, you know, you, you lost your edge. And to me, that gym behind me is my edge and will always be because, exactly. look, look, here's the thing peop, where, where people get the wrong idea. They think just because you still have the edge, it's almost like, well, you know, are, how how are you around people and all this stuff? I said, I'm fine around people. That's not an issue whatsoever. You treat me right, I'll treat you right. What I'm saying is, is I always want to, you know, you made a great reference where Clubber had nothing, Rocky had a full refrigerator. That's right. That does a lot to a man's psyche or anybody's psyche at that point. And you lose the ability to be able to put all this stuff aside and 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 focus on what you need to do. Now, this is interesting because I can remember, not that I liked them, but I can remember a lot of these football athletes, and one in particular was Tiki Barber of the New York Giants, right. where I believe it was Oregon. They were going away to these places that were remote. They were using a lot of stuff we talk about here, whether it was stones or poles or presses or unorthodox um, thing uh, as far as pieces to pick up. You know, there, there's right. no, you know, not, nothing is calibrated, et cetera, et cetera. And I believe he had the biggest season as a running back ever. Now, why was that? Well, he didn't have all the beauties of life where, you know, the silk sheets and the Ferrari and, you know, the 50-room mansion and blah, 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 blah. What happened was he had to suddenly most likely dig in deep, too, to live this Spartan lifestyle. And the thing is where we get wrecked is because... This is why I said in the beginning how important physical culture is. Because no matter to me what happens, what's going on in my life, like tonight when I go out there, well, I'll have to have lights on by the time I'm done out there, which the whole place is lit up like a stadium, which is awesome. But other than the wind and who knows what else will be roaming through the yard, hopefully not skunks tonight, um, I own the world tonight. I own it all. I own it all. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get my edge even stronger, sharper, mentally sharper. All these things that are going on, I don't even give a rat's ass about. You know, I'm going out there, man, for specificity. I'm going out there to do some things tonight, to lift some bigger things, to work on some of the things that I believe are so essential with getting these big stones up and sandbags and poles off the ground. 
things I've never incorporated to the point I am right now to keep trial and error with them. Keep notes. Keep thinking. This is what I'm talking about. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Maybe I'm really on to something. Maybe I'm on to something so big that can you imagine how many people this is going to help in physical culture? Whether they believe it or not initially. This is what I'm talking about. This is exciting stuff. Don't lose your edge. Well, this goes back to what we covered a couple of podcasts ago, Eric. Yep. You, you, you want to do something. That's your goal. That's You've set that goal. Yep. How are you going to go about doing it? That's when you set your plan. Squeaky wheel is your goal. Your plan is your grease. Implementing that plan is lubricating that wheel every day. And then as time passes, you're getting closer and closer to where that wheel is free spinning. There's no, no hangups, no noise. It just rotates quietly and efficiently and you've reached your goal and it's time to set another one. I mean, this whole lifting thing is a process because you're never strong enough. No matter what you do, you always think I should have lifted five pounds more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I should have lifted that other stone that's over there, you know? Yep. I'm, that's just what the whole mantra behind lifting is. You lift, you lift heavy stuff so you can get stronger to lift even heavier stuff. Yep. You know, and people who are not built the way you and I are, physically or mentally, think we're nuts. Yep. And we probably are, but that's what motivates me. I just, that's what makes me feel worthy, if you will. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, tell you, I go back to caveman days. You know, you, you get your clan in the cave, and you roll a rock in front of it to keep the varmints out. Yep. And in the morning, you roll the rock the other way so you can go out and hunt. If you can't roll the rock, your your tribe, your clan's going to die. And yep. I will not let my clan die because I'm not strong enough. Something else might happen, but it's not going to be because I was weak. Right. You know? Right. And, and I just think that keeping yourself uncivilized is always going to be what you need to keep rolling. You're not going to be able to get soft and go out and do the things we like to do. Now, maybe you don't want it. You know, this is funny. You'll run into people. Some of some of the guys still lift that I started out with. Others don't. And, you know, it, it's you can talk to them, but, you know, five minutes of them usually is enough when it comes to that. And it's like... Still lifting? I'm like, well, what do you think? I mean, you know, and it, yeah. I, why they even ask? I mean, you can see visually what's going on. Yeah, well, you know, it's always the same thing. You know, I, I'm going to get back into it. But, you know, you know, you get married and you have responsibilities and we've got a couple kids and this, that, and the other thing. I said, look, you got to do what you got to do. I, w- I will say this and I always say this. If I decide to get married and even girlfriends, if you don't understand what I do, and I don't, I know most people can't because you've never been exposed to it, but you can get a little bit of gist if you're listening to me. You and I are not going to have a long-lasting relationship if you're going to start laying it on me. Um, yeah. I'm a grown man. I, I know where I want to go. Most people can't say that. And I think that's very scary for the opposite sex if you're um, getting even a little bit serious with them. You know, um, it, um, 
the mind is a very interesting thing, and as I grow into it more and more, boy, oh, boy, I'll tell you, I can spot a lot of stuff so quick now. Um, and usually it's a, it's a great thing because I can walk, because normally it's not going to be of a very positive nature, of an optimistic nature. And I, I'm not saying I'm perfect every day. I'm far from it. But I've gotten mountains and mountains better. And um, I don't stick around for any of that anymore. You know? Um, well, you shouldn't have to. No. And there's no reason for that. You know, you said something. You guys say, well, I got married, got responsibility, we had kids. Yep. Better opportunity to set an example for your kids than to bring them to the gym with you. Yep. And, I mean, my son's 32 now. But when he was a toddler, he was out in the gym fiddling around watching me and he learned how to count to 10 by counting for me on my sets. Yeah. He could, he could do that before school started. And the, uh, we, we did a meet a while back and the meet promoter said, okay, how many people in here have lifted? How long have you guys been lifting? And of course, you know, five years, six years. And my son says 20 years. And the guy said, how old are you? And he says 32. And he said, when did you start? And he said, when I was 12. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking, Dang that he's right though. Twenty yeah. years of lifting, and he's just now thirty-two. I said that over two thirds of his life has been to spend in the gym. Yep. And he's a fine guy, and he's strong as all get out. You know. Yep. I can still beat him once in a while on a good day, but he's getting to where he can outlift me, and I'm tickled me to death. Yep. I'm so happy for him because it shows that his squeaky wheel got greased real well. He his goal was to beat his old man, and he's doing it. And he's worked his tail off in the gym to do that. And I have no resentment of that. I'm proud of him. And I'm just tickled to death that he's got the determination and the stick to itiveness to have done that, you know. Well, you he, talked about leadership. Obviously, we know you're a leader. Um, but, you know, at 10, 12 years of age, this is what I say to people. You know, I've said this on multiple shows. You know, I, I look at this with my nieces and nephews. You might not think it, but they're always watching and listening. Well, they, that's the gum truth, man. I tell you, yeah. when I taught school, this hammered home to me when I was teaching school because, you know, sixth grade, we'd go everywhere in lines, you know. Yeah. It was elementary school, and we went everywhere in lines. And I'm taking my kids to lunch one day, and I'm at the back of the column to make sure that there's no screwing around going on because it's always there. And I'm looking at these kids, and I'm thinking, holy cats. I've got three little boys up in the front, and they're swaggering with their walk the way I walk. (laughs) This is not cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. They're they're trying to mimic the way I walk, you know? And, and you know, lifters have got lats, so their arms don't hang straight down. Right. They kind of, you know, and these little rascals are doing that, and I'm thinking, I need to think about this. And then when my son came along, and I and he started mimicking me in the gym. I said, you know, this I've got to be very very careful what I do, what I say, and how yeah. I do, it. because little eyes and little ears are listening and watching all the time, all the time. I have said that for years with this show. Um, you know, you can never be perfect, but I'll tell you what. Um, I'd rather have them learn some good traits for me than exactly. bad. And, uh, you know. That, if they're uh, making that, then they're, that's cool with me. I don't care. Right. I'd rather they right. make that than some street thug somewhere, you know. Hey, so, look, 
This, but it was this, it was funny. Well, you know something, Carmen. The thing too is this. You know, when they have good structure, obviously parents, a home, and all that. But the people around them, as I say, you know, you surround yourself with winners. And the thing I like about all this is, you can never protect your children or yourself fully you never know what could happen but you know what i look at like this when they have a background that they've been exposed to that is in such a positive way you know the elements of physical culture etc etc even if something should come along god willing they should be able to handle it and if they can't they'll know who to go to because, as you said, with thugs, there's a lot of creeps out there now more than you've ever seen. And people seem to have no problem, you know, as they say, oh, we can get over on them. Is that all you care about is getting over on people or hurting someone or ripping them off or whatever or, or whatever it is? See, I, I can tell you this, with me or anything, you know, especially with my family, there will be a price to pay if that should happen to any of them. And the price is, well, you never know who you're going to meet in the doorway with a baseball bat. Right. Um, um, you don't mess with people. That's all I'm saying. Um, I've never been a guy, you know, I've had scrapes, fights, all that kind of stuff. But I was never a guy that wanted to go out and start it with anybody um i never found any fun in that at all and you know it's you know as my dad said i said on the show today he used to tell me always be careful eric there's always going to be somebody out there stronger than you that's right and you can get your head handed to you just because of your big trap or what you do and in today's world it's quite visible where you see these things that are happening all over the place and i'm saying to myself are these just small instances of this? Is this something that is basically universal now or whatever? Because I was like, what a terrible way if you've, that's the way you're growing up. I mean, my God. And there's nobody stepping in for you or whatever. This is ridiculous. And the thing, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody to go out and start a fight with anyone. But this is what I talk about when we were talking about physical culture here. You you broaden your strength like nothing else out there you start learning even at a young age how to think okay you learn and whether you're taught it or it's by hook or by crook you're going to learn how to defend yourself someone comes up and grabs you you're going to be pretty strong maybe you're not an experienced fighter but as they say i can't get a hold of that boy that's right all right these are things that are very important, I think, in, in a male's life more than ever now because of the scrutiny males are under for everything now, to soften them up more and more, to tell them that you don't have to be strong or powerful or verbal. Well, bullshit, you don't have to be. All right? I got news for you. And I got news for you from a guy that dates. Yeah. Girls like men. Here we go. M-E-N. Contrary to what you hear out in the media, ladies and gentlemen, they still like doors held for them, at least the girls I go out with, and they still like to feel the male is strong enough in case something ever happened. And if you think I'm kidding, go find the girls I'm talking about. You'll find out the same thing I did. 
they want to feel safe. They yep. want to feel protected. Yep. yep. You know, and yep. I'm not, I'm like you, I'm, I'm not saying go out and start fights, but if you, if somebody's going to start something, let them know that they got a hold of somebody that's going to hand their head to them. <laughs> yep. And uh, if you yeah. start something with me, you better bring a lunch because it's going to be an all day meeting on the ground, you know? Yeah. I, not going to be easy. I might get my head handed to me, but by God, I'm going to get a piece of you too. Yeah. And that's the way it is. You know, I mean, I understand I've been around a long time, longer than you. And I, and I know what, how the world works. And I do know that there's always somebody going to come crawling out of the woodwork. That's a badass for deluxe. And he's going to be just a little bit tougher, but that doesn't mean you just got to roll over and play dead. You know, if he wants to be a jerk, you can be a jerk right back and take a piece of him to the market too. I just have no time for these people that want to bully everybody. And that's one of the things I see on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, yeah. these, gym, these gym videos that people play, they seem to think that it, it's cool to act like an idiot in the gym and put people down. And my thought is if somebody's going to the gym, they're going because they want to improve themselves. They should be supported and applauded and yep. encouraged, not yep. put down and laughed at and made to be a fool, you know. And, and so just, I don't know, it's one of my pet peeves. I could go on and on and on on that, but that's not what we're here to do right now. Well, no, but you're right because, look, there's a lot of things, you know, look, we're all going to meet up with people that are going to criticize us, not yeah. like us. There's a lot of things going on, but I'll tell you the one thing I won't let you get away with, and being a New York boy, I've got a pretty sharp tongue, so I can stay with most people if I have to, verbally. But I'll tell you the one thing you'll never do to me or my family. I find out you put your hands on somebody, I'll come kill you. That's right. I, I mean that. I will come for you. You might not know when, and I got an awful lot of friends involved in a lot of different areas. Um, you're not getting away with that, let me tell you right now. And that's what... I've said to people before, you know, you never know who knows somebody who knows somebody, okay? You can wind up dead in a ditch if you don't look out. And this is why when we talk about the squeaky wheel, this is why we talk about the gym. We talk about who are you with? Who's talking to you? What are you learning? And don't discount any of this because the more intelligent you get, the better you're going to be able to not only perform, but the better you're going to be able to take care of yourself out in the real world. Exactly. And, and when it, bottom line, that's what it should be all about, is you're trying to make a better you. Yep. Yep. And if you can make yourself better, then you're going to be helping the people in your immediate circle. And they, in fact, in, in relationship will help the people in their immediate circles, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like throwing a pebble in a pond that, Stone hits and the ripples come out, and before you know it, those ripples have hit all the edges of the pond. It's the same thing with this. Everybody that we come in contact with, when we leave them, we leave a bit of ourselves with them. Yep. And when they go somewhere else, they encounter somebody else. A little bit of us is transmitted to that. So what you're sending out better be real. It better be right. And by God, it better be honest because it's out there, you know. And it's just... Uh, you, you've got to be careful, and you've got to make sure that you're sending the right kind of message. Yeah. That's well, look, the best formula, as we say with the squeaky wheel, is this. You know, it, it, it goes a long, long way, and really, you know, 
you have to figure out, number one, and I know the younger kids don't know, but you have to have an inkling of what you like, what you want to do a little bit. And then, you know, if we're talking physical culture, which what this is all about, is now you got to find a place like Carmen's or here. Okay? And they do exist. There's two of them. We're talking to you right now. Yep. Thirdly, you got to get in with a group of people that are going to take you under their wing. That are going to, um, at times, give you some tough love. But other times, they're going to make you feel like you're on top of the world. Next, you've got to come up with a belief system that dominates you for the rest of your life. Yeah, then after, call, go ahead. What I call that having your own personal code. Yeah. You know, and, I've, and I've got a code of conduct that's, that's just for me. I'm not forcing it on anybody else. But it's what I have to do every day to make sure that I'm doing the right thing by me. And if I'm doing right by me, I'm doing right by the people around me. You know, oh, and, I, yeah. and yeah. you can't compromise that. You know, you've got to be true. You've got to be honest. You've got to be, you got to be, you lead by example. You give 100%. If you're going to do something, do it. Don't half-step it, you know. Well, and, and, and that's the thing, Carmen. You've got to be able to do this. Look, 59 years you got doing it. I mean, you know, obviously you're in the core. But, you know, once you're out and you're working as a teacher and you're training, 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 and you've got other people you're working out with, et cetera, et cetera, these are things that are going to take time. You're going to have to grow with them. You're going to learn a lot of new things. You're going to be a teacher. Um, and, and this is what it's all about. These things, look, you can go to school now and learn whatever it is. Most schools have gone so political now, I, 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 I can see why we're having the issues we're having. But let me tell you something. There's a whole big world out there. And when you step into Carmen's gym or here at FBC, you're going to learn a whole different way to live. Think, do, act, respond. And most of all, you're going to have faith in yourself that nobody will ever, ever, ever have in you. Yep, right. people might admire what you do, and, and they're saying, wow, this guy's come a long way. This girl's come a long way. But those are the ingredients you're going to need from that squeaky wheel. And it's there's only one way you can do this, folks. You got to jump in it. You got to be willing to get the bloody nose, the skin knees, the the days of just despair, the days of brightness, of gratitude, of attitude. All right, of knowing that you know what I say to myself a lot of times. Lifting was the greatest gift I ever got in my life. The greatest gift came from my brother, Jimmy. Watching Jimmy, who's the happiest kid, I can tell you, in a wheelchair, if you can believe that. But that's where I got it from because the fear of MDA, muscular dystrophy, he had Duchenne, which is the deadliest of them all, frightened me to no end. My parents, I don't, they would sit down and explain, but when you're, Nine years old, ten years old, you know, you're not getting the whole gist. You know what I mean? And then I said, that day I went to that little store and was looking through the comics and saw the Hulk for the first time on a, on a, on a comic book page, the cover. Changed my life forever. 
changed my life forever. And then going over, as I've said, my dad took me over to my Aunt Gloria's, and I took my cousin Willie's sand weight set and his wooden bench. To most people, would have been a piece of shit. To me, it was God. And as Carmen said, I'll say the same thing. When I put my hands in that rickety bar, it had the sleeve on it, but, you know, nothing was real super tight and the weights were leaking and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had it. And that's why FBC and Eminem is dedicated to Jimmy. That's why usually every other week I go down to the cemetery and talk to him and my dad. I miss the hell out of him. But he bestowed something on me that most people never get an opportunity in life to get. He gave me the ability to go out and find physical culture. And maybe it found me. I don't know. Maybe he was the catalyst for it all. I was saying, I've said on multiple shows lately before I took this little hiatus. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't think, what would Jimmy be doing right now? Would Jimmy be living in New York? Would Jimmy have a family, married? I don't know. That's a mystery I won't know till I meet up with him again. But I will tell you this. Take these shows serious. This squeaky wheel show, if anything, it's going to teach you to go after what you want. To I think the, the best thing I could tell anybody is you need to learn physical culture. You need to go out and listen to a guy that's been in the, in the iron game for 59 years. John McKean, same thing. Guy, Carmen, guys of these nature. Um, and find out what, what was going through your head. Was this by accident? Sometimes, you know, like I just said with Jimmy, did I choose it because of him or did it choose me or was it both? Never know. But I got to tell you, I've said this. This was the best move I ever made in my entire life. Yep, the businesses are, are there too. A lot of girls I loved. Probably should have got married to a few of them. They're all good moves. Whatever reason, I'll I'll blame me mostly. But I'll tell you this. The weights never leave you, man. When I shut that door and the stones are all outside and the stones are inside and all the plates and the three power racks and you name it, they're there. It's consistent. Yeah. They they mean something. They're they're solid. The gym is consistent. You know, Mark Ripito made a quote. He, he He's a, another guy that's been yep. in the game for a long time. But yep. He get, he starts it out, you know, he says, people come and go. You got friends, you got family, people come and go. Relationships come and go. Yep. But two, 200 pounds is always 200 friggin' pounds. You know, it yeah. never just it never changes. It's always the same. Yep. Relation, relationships change. Friends come and go out of your life, you know, jobs, you lose and you get fired or whatever. But 200, you go to the gym and it's a, it's a place of consistency and everything you can, you just know, you grab a hold of that 400-pound barbell and you're going to get screwed into the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, some days and other days you're going to screw it into the floor. It's just a challenge. I love that challenge. I go out every day and I'm thinking, okay, I've played this song before. Is it going to have the same ending or is it going to be a different thing? Two weeks ago, I made my, I took a stab at my last deadlift in preparation for this meet and it got to my knees and it didn't go any further. And I stewed on that all week long. Saturday, two days ago, it just went. And my wife said, she said, you know, you do this to yourself. And I said, I know. 
I just stew on that because leaders don't fail. Mm-hmm. If you're going to lead your group, then by God, lead your freaking group. Mm-hmm. Do it. Don't expect, you know, and I'm, and I told them afterwards, I said, I, I apologize to you people for missing that. And they said, well, you know, you got to include the fact that you're 73, almost 74. And I said, those are excuses. Excuses don't feed the bulldog, you know, which is yep. something we say in the Marine Corps, Yep. you know, the Marine Corps bulldog excuses don't feed him. He just feeds on success, you know, mm-hmm. and, and everything will motivate you if you let it. Do you want to be motivated by good stuff or bad stuff? And it comes back to that thing, too. Everybody wants to be a badass until they find out what badasses have to do to be the badass. Yeah. And then then they say, oh, geez, maybe not, you know. <laughs> no, it's too much damn work. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, tell you one, I'll tell you one thing. I can never emphasize doing this stuff enough. And yeah. The more people that get involved with this, the more people you and I educate and everyone else here. I'm telling you right now, I have that feeling. I know what's going on. I know the negativity. I know the suicide rates. I know all this stuff. When I say national, when I say standing on stage, when I say Carmen competing, me going and lifting stones or whatever I'm going to do, these are all measurable things. That people can gravitate to. People love underdogs too. Why do you think the Rocky franchise was so damn big and is still big? This is what I'm talking about. And the more you go out and learn, the more you go out and experience, the more you get hurt, the more you come back, the more you teach yourself, the more you become more innovative and creative within yourself. I'm telling you right now. You can never stop a man or woman that is full of momentum. And when you have momentum and you keep, keep going, you know, you hear Rocky, you know, winning is done that way. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much can you take? And most people can't take it. But you be the exception. You be the one out of a million that can take it. And we'll be seeing you somewhere. Maybe you'll be the president of a Fortune 500 company. Maybe you'll be the next biggest power lifter in the world. Maybe you'll be the biggest stone lifter in the world. Or how about this? Maybe you'll be the best man or woman in your neighborhood that treats people with respect, that has a great family. That all your children you're proud of. That's not a bad thing either. Carmen, summarize everything. Take your time. Give out any info. I'll give mine and hang on the line, sir. All right. Thank you again for the opportunity. It's been fun like always. I think we covered a lot of material today. Oh, yeah. And and I'm always happy to talk about training. Always. You know, I I feel like as as you were talking a little while ago, I got to thinking you mentioned – the old York days. I was fortunate enough to get started in this back when York Barbell Company was the premier outfit, and mm-hmm. they had their magazines every month, and you got good information. And I learned, in my opinion, I learned how to do this sport the right way, and that's what I'm trying to pass on to people now. And if you, if anybody's listening to this, if you've had success at doing this activity like Eric has and like I have. Pass that knowledge on to other people. Don't take it to your grave because it'll die with you. Yep. It's got to be got to be spread and shared amongst anybody who's willing to learn. 
you know, and, and I just, anybody wants to, I'm on Facebook. I'm on several sites that I post on several sites, strong and over 70 strength, north of 50 strong and over 40. I'm on etched in stone and I'm on etched in stone for kids. I mean, there's a ton of stuff out there, but just filter it out. Make sure you're getting the good information because there's a lot of fly by night people, in my opinion. Oh yeah. And so (laughs) you just got to be careful of what you, what you hit your wagon to. But thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to our next visit, Eric. Thank you well, for having me on. Anytime, Carmen. We'll give you a date before we sign off, um, and we're yes. off the show. We'll do it. Um, you know, Carmen said something, too. You know, it's, it's, it's just interesting that you have the ability to do so many things. Get your, hand, get your feet out of the concrete and get moving. I mean, it's, you don't realize the blessings you have to be able to go out and do things like that. You know, you'll hear people say, well, I used to be able to do it and this happened or that happened or now I can't do this. Don't wait for any of this stuff to happen. You might even have the ability to head it off through physical culture. It's good to be tested, folks. Contrary to what the world's telling you that you don't need it. Why do you want to do it? It's too cold. It's too hot. You know what I say? Why not? Why not go out and do it? I can't wait till 7 o'clock tonight to be out there. Under the lights. Or it'll just be getting dark maybe a half hour later. I haven't trained at night in a while. I've been training in afternoons or early mornings. My, my premiere time always was 7 p.m. I used to have a ton of strength, believe it or not, at night. I don't know what it was. Did many, many lifts at 7, be in the house by 9. Um, I can't wait. And when you can still, as Carmen can attest, when you can do things for many, many years and still have that ageless feel about you and that excitement, that's a big thing, that excitement. I'll tell you one thing, it'll never die in me because when it dies, I'll be dead with it. I guarantee you. It, it's there's too much there's too much connection between me and all this stuff. One piece can't die off and the rest is gonna live. It's not gonna happen that way for me. But that's a whole nother show. Um this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio twenty four seven. Go out to Fiorella Barbell Co. Winners and Champions Inc. Obviously, that program, we urge you to purchase that. That's all digital. You can download it very easy. Also, too, you know, it's time to push it forward. You know, invest in us. All it is, it's very simple. You go right out. It connects right into PayPal, um, $25, $50, or $100. Um, you know, like I said, divide that by 12, any of those numbers. It's not a lot. And um, listen to the show today that we did. Just think if that was, you know, people do subscription or you can buy them or whatever. My whole thing was, you know, if they're going to invest and they're going to buy the product, why charge for the show? Because, you know, I want to get this show out to millions of people. I mean, 
you know, Carmen was talking about, you know, we push them out, we do this, we do that. I tell people, you know, if you like the show, share it with everybody you know. I mean, it's very easy. I mean, if you're savvy about that stuff or you never thought of it, share it. We talked about Etched in Stone, Etched in Stone for Kids. You know, go out to those pages, join up. I don't care. You don't have to lift a 500-pound stone. I don't care. Be part of it. You got a learning experience there like you'll never have. Free. Okay? I mean, and you are learning from some high-caliber people all these things. The kids the same way. You got kids that are doing things? I don't care if it's rugby. Send it. You need to get kids interested no matter what. And that's my whole point about everything here. You know, I've said for years, I don't care if you lift a 50-pound stone, 100-pound stone, or a 500-pound stone. It is still worthy. It is worth something to me and everybody else. Because I'm telling you right now, if you limit yourself to people just lifting big things, I guarantee you, you're missing out on some experience. And there's a lot of very smart people that, you know, they'll say, well, you only deadlift 300, I deadlift 800. But you know what? A 300-pound deadlifter, when somebody comes in and looks, the person on the other end most likely are going to identify with them much more than they would an 800-pounder because already in their head they're thinking, ah, I'll never do that anyways. Well, we don't know that. But that's what I'm saying. Anything you're doing is worthwhile to me. So don't hesitate. Don't be afraid. Come in. You're welcome here. Believe me. Always welcome. Also, too, um, don't forget to go out to uh, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Just go out and look at all the shows that Carmen and I have done. This show will be up by the end of the week. Um, And we'll get that. And like I said, we'll get Carmen in here in May again. Um, Also, too. Don't forget about signing up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. That goes right out to MailChimp. Any type of content I put out will go to your inbox. Another thing with investment out on MotivationMuscle.com, come on in and advertise with us. You will get more than you bargain for. And we want to be around with you for the next 25 years and make money for both of us. That's how it works. Don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. If you would like Carmen and I to do a particular show, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com. That is my email address. Don't forget, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've got, and we thank everybody. We're on Spotify. We're on, uh, let's see, yes, we are on YouTube. um, No, we're on Google um, Podcasting. Um, To get us in your car, it's AHA Directory, which is pronounced AHA. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. You never do. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it, squat it. And, you know, if you're going to lift stones, as I say, turn them into dust. Uh, I said this on the show with uh, Paul Gray, our good pal, uh, Paul Thor. Um, he he had put that in today on um, Etched in Stone. And I was like, how cool is that? You know, turn them into dust. 
That's the truth, Paul. And uh, I'm very happy that that's helped you out. Paul's an awesome guy. And uh, he lives in Wales, I believe. And I've talked to him. You know, we'd love to get Gary Taylor on here. I guess Gary works in the prisons now. Um, for those of you who don't know Gary Taylor, he was um, quite a strong man back, I don't know, maybe it was in the late 80s, 90s. Um, he was an awesome dude, former Olympic lifter, strong, strong guy. He was around, I believe he was competing even with Magnuson, and I want to say uh, Manfred Horrible. If you don't remember him, he's a guy that had, they said 25-inch arms to this day. I think they're still one of the biggest set of arms I ever saw. He was bad as hell. Um, so, you know, we go out to uh, Gary Taylor. If you listen to us, we'd love to have you on here. You know, and anybody that knows him, you know how to get a hold of me. Um, send him this way. He'd be a very interesting guest, let me tell you. Um, also, too, uh, I lost my place, but I do believe the uh, Hoosa Steel Stone and uh, Blood Red, the Crusher, says domination. Um, we dominate everything. We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother, and it's getting higher and wider. And I'll tell you why. There was a big thing the other day, once again, on male testosterone, how we don't need it, et cetera, et cetera. I got news for you. I've had arguments with women about this before. Um, I will take and keep as much testosterone in my you-know-wheres till the day I die. Because I'll tell you right now, if you go out and read the studies where men that are losing testosterone, especially the younger ones that are all soyful, um, See what it does just to you mentally when your testosterone is low. There's been all kinds, heart attacks, all kinds of things that have been attributed to low T. Men, keep it up. Keep it up. No matter what you got to do, go see a doctor, whatever it is. But don't let yourself go down to nothing, especially your muscle wastes away too. So there's a lot of things. So we are so pro-testosterone, and we always will be. And we want our young men coming up lifting to promote more testosterone in them. Very important. That's why we're men. Also, too, um, Frank Klein, my greatest college professor in business. Repetition, repetition, repetition. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge. My greatest chiropractor ever, he'd walk every patient to the door, no matter how busy he was, and say, keep smiling. John's been gone. It'll be four years in August. John was like a father figure to me because I lost my father pretty young um, to cancer, esophageal cancer my dad died of. Um, and it was the only time I think in my life I ever saw my father afraid. The only time. And he had reason to be, but it just didn't work out unfortunately um but he's in a better place he's with jimmy and my grandmas and all and his dad and everybody i'm sure they're having a magnificent life up there believe me whether you believe in heaven or not i don't care i'm just saying what i believe in also too, um be a steward of strength don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by tell a hundred more of your friends were coming because we won't blow, we won't kick your door, and we'll blow the roof off your house. Um, you need us, we need you. 
Stick with us. I'm telling you. Tell a friend. Spread the show. Um, It's just so vital, especially in the times we live. And this is not imaginary either. This is stuff that, you know, you really need to think about. Physical culture. Get it in your life. Um, And I can tell you this too. uh, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. And we... uh, we take it two steps further. We believe in you. We got your back. And um, that that's really the way to be with everything. Um, most people would never commit to believing in anything. You know, we take it real serious here. And we always will. Uh, my mind is drifting. I'm thinking about my dad and Jimmy and John Ridge right now. Um, had a lot of fun with all of them. It, just great examples of men. Holy God, man. I wish I could have bottled all that, let me tell you. But it's okay. I got a lot of lessons from all of them, and that's where I win. That's where I win. So um, before I sign off with Carmen, remember, you're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. And as I said, I am great. You are great. Think on those lines always. Please, don't just dismiss what we're saying here. Think about it. Grow it. Learn it. I'm telling you right now, you will win. Carmen, super show. Um, it's always an honor to have you on. 59 years, as I said. Milestone, you need a statue, my friend. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. It was a fun time today. We yep. covered a lot, I think. Oh, it's always, yep. it's always good yep. talking with you. Same stay here. Strong. Stay Same. strong. Well, before we sign off, You know, life is asking something from you, and you can ask from life, but you know what? Go out and do something. We talked about helping. It comes back to you a hundredfold, I'm telling you right now. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to fail, but most of all, win. So for Carmen Caputo, this is Eric Fiorello. The show will be up near the end of the week. Carmen and I will be on next month together, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great rest of the week. Go out and lift. And if you know somebody or a kid, grab them. Tell them. Talk to the parents. Get them interested. You don't know whose life you could save. Or maybe we got the next president of the United States you're working with. It is not a joke, folks. Take the time. It will make you better. So we'll talk to you soon. And just be powerful. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.